0: Hello everyone and welcome to the Creative Vision Project, a podcast interviewing Columbus creatives at the intersection of entrepreneurship and creativity. I'm your host Zach Farinchek, a current senior Emerging Media student at Capital University. Today I have Stephen Paipania and Lex Montana, co-owners of Limitless Barbershop in Columbus, Ohio. Today we're going to talk a little bit about their come up as barbers, how they started their business, and also how COVID-19 has affected their day-to-day lives as co-owners of a barbershop. So, starting off here, I'll ask uh, both you guys this question. You can answer whoever wants to answer first. Just kind of talk to me about your background. Um, You know, when did you just start uh, cutting hair, and why did you decide, you you know, you wanted to be a barber?
1: Uh,
2: You can have that one first, brother.
1: You want me to go? All right. Uh, I'm Steven Papanya and um, I'm currently 21. I started cutting hair when I was like 15, 16, like sophomore year of high school. And then I didn't think much of it. I just kind of just um, just did it as like a hobby, really. I didn't really do it. I didn't really think I was going to be a barber. I thought I was going to be something else. And then, you know, one cut turned to two, two turned to three. And I just started cutting a lot more people. And then uh and then from there i was like yeah i can i can start taking this seriously and then uh you know i went to school at went to school right out of high school and then got my license when i was 19. So, professionally i've been cutting for like two years now so yeah i think that's 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 the start of my uh my barber career nice righty, I guess I'm next,
0: right? <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah. All righty, man. My name's Lex Guerrero, but I go by Lex Montana. Um the way I started, man, I worked a lot of odd jobs. I actually had a very good job, but uh for some reason, you know, for other reasons, I left and I did a lot of jobs, man. I did a lot of them and uh the very last one that broke me was I was uh I did some lawn work, some I was a landscaper and i just really thought to myself could i do this for the rest of my life mm-hmm. so i ended up going to barber school man my brother always you know i always had a trimmer you know what i'm saying i i did some trimmer work <laughs> i did some matchups mm-hmm. and stuff like that but rather than that man I, I never really cut hair and my brother would always tell me just go to barber school man just go to barber school and i ended up going to barber school and man it was one of the best things i did seriously after that, man, I I, I took it serious. Uh, we went hard the whole time I was in school, and that's what I wanted to do. You know what I'm saying? I actually had to go back and move in with my mom. You know what I'm saying? I actually had my girl with me and my kids, and it, it was hard, man. Uh, I didn't have no income coming in, and mm-hmm. I... I did school all the way I did school. I graduated school in 10 months. You know what I'm saying? I went all seven days, six days that you could go in and I got as many hours as I possibly can. Cause I had to, you know what I'm saying? I had to get out of there as soon as possible to make money. And man, it's, I'm telling you, it's been one of the best things. I met some of the best guys that I work with, you know what I'm saying? And, they're part of the team, and we're going to get this ball rolling, man. Uh, but uh, that's how I started, and I've been cutting hair for about, like, three years going now.
0: Nice. That's that's actually really interesting. You finished in 10 months. Steven, isn't yeah. it usually a couple years process, or what's the timeline typically? It's a 12 like? months.
1: Yeah, it's like 12, 12, so oh, okay. 1,800 hours, so, like, it breaks down to, like, 200 hours a month. But, like, for me, I did it in exactly one year. I see people oh, okay. do it in like nine months. So that's, that that was crazy. Yeah, the oh, soon as wow. I
2: seen it, I think he did it in eight or something
0: like that. That's crazy. crazy. Yeah, wow, that's that's really that that's a lot, man. That's crazy. Um kind of an off-the-cuff question, a little bit of a, a detour. But you know, since quarantine has started, I've had a lot of friends, you know, be like, Oh yeah, like my dad's cutting my hair, or I tried to cut my own hair. So as barbers, you guys kind of have an advantage here. Do you guys cut your own? Have you cut your own hair during quarantine? Or have you guys, like, I don't know, met up to get yourself, you know, looking right? Or what? how's that worked? <laughs> <laughs> I cut my own hair, so <laughs> I've been making myself look right,
2: man. Uh, uh, not well- as often, though. Not as often <laughs> as as I usually do.
1: Dang. Yeah, no, I mean, like, I want to feel like a client. so I really don't get cuts. You know, I want to look as rough as you guys do. But like, um nah, uh I met I met Manny once. We we cut each other up because we were both looking rough, like rough, rough.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: so I, was, I just I cut like me and him cut each other up. I was like we were like three, four weeks ago. So I'm I'm like due for another cut, but <laughs> I, mean, I look pretty rough I gotcha. right now. <laughs> oh
0: so, trust uh, me. A lot of people look rough. I mean, just looking around, you know, I've I've been wearing a half the like, I feel like it's been almost a month now. So, yeah, no, that I just thought that'd be a funny question to ask. Um, but kind of going back to the main topic here, I know in the past, I'm not sure if you have, Lex, but I know, uh, Stephen, you've kind of been in some barber competitions. If you guys could both speak to that, you know, like, what are those like? You know, why do you, you know what's the importance of going Kind of is it more of a sport, you know, type of atmosphere people are competing, or is it more kind of like art people are creating? Just kind of give us some insight there to kind of what those are like.
1: Uh Lex, you want to talk about your experience? Uh yeah, man. My my experience
2: is really just for the experience. I had I was just I think I was still in school or just out of school when I entered mine. I think it was I just out of school when I entered mine and um uh, Man, it was just for the experience. I, I was, I'm a competitor. I wanted to see if I could keep up with the with the big guys. You know what I'm saying? And uh, I went in there and I I came I came short, but it was for the experience. And I'm ready for another one, man. We were gonna actually do another one in what February was
1: it? It was supposed to be yeah, like March, March, February. Yeah, March, and,
2: February, around there. COVID happened. And then the mm-hmm. Copa happened, and it pushed that thing back all the way back. I think to June or July or something like that. So, well, <laughs> we'll see what's up with that one, but yeah, we'll, we're gonna be, be competing again, I guess. In ju- uh, I want to say in July.
0: Gotcha. Well, yeah, best of luck.
2: But them things are dope, man. The, the like the reason now, the reason that I'm going on this one, I, I do, man. I I, I do want to compete with the you know the big dogs. Uh, I want to get. I want to get. The, I want to get to that tally, you know what I'm saying? And I -hmm. feel like me competing is going to put me out there, put our business out there. So it's also, you know, a business thing, you know what I'm saying? We're going out there advertising our business. And when we get on that stage, people remember our faces and limitless, you know what I'm saying? So Mm -hmm. that's where I'm going this time, you know what I'm saying? I'm going out there to represent our shop and, and our boys, you know what I'm saying? And we're gonna go out there rocking all of our merch and it's it's gonna we're, it's gonna be a good time we're we this COVID pushes back a little bit, but every i think I think every expo we're gonna at least attend yeah
0: all right well, before I get to Steven, now I got more questions uh first of all, there's merch, and y'all haven't sent me any uh, <laughs> what's about you know what's going on in there about wraps right
1: now it's under it's in wraps. <laughs> No it, we're, we, it was it was okay. a little test
2: run, and that's on Steven. seriously man we we're <laughs> we we got to go hard on it, and we
0: yeah.
2: as soon as we get back, man, we're gonna go hard. I think that's one thing we're gonna pay attention a little bit more to,
1: still doing research on like you know material, what kind of what the what to print on you know stuff like okay. that pretty sure, much sure this
2: out. pretty much this round was just a
1: test run, you know, yeah, this is just a little just to see what we could do all right that's
0: funny i i remember talking to my last guest i had drew shaper who owns um kind of a production studio he's a freelance photographer and he actually did some merch too so i think that's an interesting kind of marketing tactic just having merch with the logo on there the name you know having people wear out and it's really free advertising um but i
2: think it's more of of like a, a of, you know a brand you know what i'm saying you're just not just a shop you know what i'm saying especially just on us you know we're like we're pretty much a family there you yeah know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. all of us are boys we're really really close you know what i'm saying we talk to each other at least once time a week you know especially during this quarantine and others you know probably more more than once a week you know what i'm saying but we're really tight and mm-hmm. just doing that I, it's just a brand, you know what I'm saying, that we're trying to build, you know what I'm saying? It's just not the barber shop, like we're a family, you know what I'm saying? So that's I wanna push that out there, you know what I mean?
0: Absolutely. Push that out there
2: as the brand, you know what I mean?
0: Yeah. And that's something I wanna talk about a little later. Um, but getting back to the competition <laughs> aspect. First of all, is there like an organizing body? Like is there an association of barbers or something that puts this on? And then Steven, if you want to talk about your experience as well.
1: Uh so there's like a um so per like like barber competition, there's like I'm trying to think how to explain there's like a a board, I guess. Not really a board, more like a committee of like mm-hmm. different uh event like different people that run the event. So, you know, we'll have an event in Cleveland or we'll have an event in Mansfield both run by two different like groups and parties but they're Mm -hmm. both pretty much doing the same thing we're all competing for first place second place of her category and everything so it's really it's all different like some some are bigger than others like i think the biggest biggest competitions are in like atlanta and uh in boston and then in columbus or i mean in ohio in general just cleveland's been the biggest one and then Mm -hmm. coming up has been mansfield and then the Columbus one is going to take a little hiatus so I'm trying to see how that's going.
0: I got you. So what do you compete like in? Is it like design or I don't know, speed? You know, I'm I'm completely new to this world so I guess talk to me, you know, kind of what you're competing at.
1: So there's like So really we're competing um what the category is. So like for me I'm doing like categories like traditional and uh which is just like how clean your haircut is like if someone if a random person on the street were to look at that haircut be like wow that's a really good haircut or if a judge were to see it would be like wow that's really good so it's it's pretty much a like a combination of uh if a judge and a stranger both saw that haircut would they think that that's perfect which
0: Mm -hmm.
1: that's what that's what i like competing in and um just like i guess going back to your question with the uh is it art is it creative or is it like a sport i think it's a little bit of everything being Mm -hmm. that like there's you know at times uh between two and ten of us on the stage all at once all cutting just to see if we can stack up to like first second or third which which i think is pretty sweet yeah it is yeah definitely different different world
0: (laughs) that's awesome that's something i totally respect i totally dig it that's that's just really cool I love that kind of that you know competition I think really drives you know innovation for sure so you know having stuff like that is is huge um kind of shifting gears again you know you know you're you're both like early 20 somethings I guess um so starting a business together is a pretty crazy kind of um endeavor. So first I wanted to ask, you know, how did you guys meet and then at what point did you decide you wanted to jump ship and open a shop together? <laughs> you that's can a, go that's ahead. A
1: story. All right. Uh so we met at our old barbershop which uh called Style Masters on West Broad. Uh mm-hmm. I owe I owe a lot to that place. It just that's that's a really good starting place. And that's where For we sure. met. We we were uh desk mates. We were actually right next to each other. He was on my right side, and then uh, right next to the front front door, and we were just we were just really close, just like just being in the same vicinity, just cutting like all day, eight hours a day, and then uh, sometimes into, more, yeah, sometimes more, yeah, and, so, and then getting into like shop talk was just really, it was really eye opening and like really uh, quick because like we were we were doing numbers for like a month, we we're like man like we could definitely you know afford afford a shop you know open our own like thing it it, it was just it was just talks and then come mm-hmm. to find out like Lex has been working behind the scene and he, he asked me to be his partner I was like whoa like this is crazy <laughs> and then uh oh, man. yeah it just from there and then we just started working like on the he shop just, and the uh, dude, we just jumped in shop. man
2: we pretty much dived in and just went full throttle
1: yeah it, it just happened really quick that was that was the uh really quick yeah wow
0: that's awesome!
1: Okay, I want to say great.
2: happened in about in three weeks, brother. I we did. had that's the shop what, yeah. done. We had the shop done in about two two and a half weeks. Everything wrapped up.
0: Man, Lex, you you work quick, my guy. Like yeah, yeah man. We crazy. had a
2: lot of family and friends that helped, and seriously, mm. man, I I it was late night when I called Stephen. Uh, this is this is crazy story. Me and my brother, we were talking about it, and. I've been wanting to buy a shop for, or uh, get a shop for a while, and um, I was supposed to get this shop, uh, and it didn't go through, so that that led me, you know, with, with wanting to get another shop, you know what I'm saying, I wanted to get a shop mm-hmm. then, I was like, I need to get a shop, so I looked me and my brother helped me and we ended up looking at the spot and I ended up calling Steven. I want to say late night. always was about like seven, eight o'clock. He dark showed, outside. Yeah, it was already dark. He showed up. <laughs> it was crazy. Oh he showed gosh. up, man, and I told him exactly what the plan was and like like nothing. He didn't even think twice. And he's like, let's do it. And I knew that's when I was like, we do. You know, we we were the right people to do it. You know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. seriously, man, we've been very successful, and, and and we're gonna get up to the top. Seriously, it's it's just we just need the time, and this quarantine thing kind of slowed us down. But I'm telling you, we're gonna go back hard.
0: That's fantastic. That that's that's great. Um, you know, really inspiring for sure. And I wanna, I definitely wanna hop back into this. You talked about this earlier earlier, Lex. The whole branding and the design and the marketing—you say it's more than a brand. It's more, or it's more than a barbershop. It's a brand. Tell me about the brand vision behind Limitless Barbershop. Everything from the logo to the way the shop looks, how you present yourselves, how you even talk to your clients. Talk to me about, talk to me about the brand experience you're delivering to your customers.
2: Well, look, man, I, I'm a little older than than the other guys. The other, you know. I'm, I'm 20, I'm 29, and the other we, you know, Steven is the youngest. Wait, you just turned 20, 21?
1: I just turned 21, like 21. Yeah. You just
2: turned 21. So everybody else is from their 21 and mid 20s, you know what I'm saying? And every decision that I make is is not just on me and Steven. We actually talk to each other as a group, you know what I'm saying? We want everybody's input, and that shop is a little bit of everybody, you know what I'm saying? And that's the cool thing about it. And that's what we trying to put put into our brand. You know what I mean? Mm
0: -hmm. It's
2: it's dope. Like so we get a little bit of opinions about everybody and that's that's what gives it the style that we have in there, you know what I'm saying? It's the shop talk and all that, man. When that's what we're trying to put in as a brand, you know what I'm saying? It's more than a brand, you know what I'm saying? It's more than the shop. Mm
0: Mm-hmm. That's fantastic. I, you know, I really like it. I mean, everything from the design to that stupid arcade machine that I can't seem to beat. <laughs> you know, I try it every time, but I swear, you know, the thing. I'm not saying it's rigged, but I'm saying it's something. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to keep trying. That's, you know, something else I miss about the shop. Um, for those who are listening, you know, there's a little arcade machine in the corner. It's like Marvel Fighting Game. And I go in there every time and I can't get past the second guy, like Mortal Kombat ladder style. So you guys, you can sleep now, now that you heard that story. Um, but kind of moving on here, um, Steve, you know, Lex, I apologize. I don't have as much research on you. But Steven, I know you were, have been able to cut some guys from like the professional Call of Duty scene. So, you know, both you guys can talk about this, you know how do you grow your business grow your clients and how do you land a client you know like some of those guys like that's pretty high profile i would say because yeah, you know, they're pretty all on the nice. camera and stuff that's so great. yeah
1: um really it's just like it's just like any other client you know you give you give a client exactly what they want exactly what they need and then it, it just it speaks for itself like um me landing uh his name's nameless anthony anthony uh, wheeler He's on the uh, he's like an analyst for uh, for Call of Duty and uh, just I met him through Instagram, which was one of the like coolest interactions for sure. Cause I didn't think you know my Instagram had that kind of like volume that could speak to like just anybody. I didn't I didn't think that I didn't think you know celebrities are you know were doing that like like we do you know. Mm -hmm. So just meeting him was kind of it was inspiring for sure. Cause I was like wow this is. I can meet someone like this through the internet, like like let's see how far the internet takes us. And through him, mm-hmm. I've cut, you know, I've cut like Eggs Pat, and then uh, I cut what's his name, Parasite, uh, and uh, who else? And for for like the biggest name, probably Scumpy. And that was like that was like mm-hmm. the coolest thing because like I remember watching Scumpy as a kid. I was like, man, I want to be a, I want to be a Call of Duty pro like Scumpy. And then I get to sit in the chair with him for like forty five minutes to an hour, just. Cutting his hair, chopping it up, which honestly was really cool. Mm-hmm. That was like really, that was like a definitely made little Steven happy.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's amazing, man. Sorry, I'm just sure. like typing up a note here, but yeah, no, that is that's awesome. Uh, Lex, I don't know, I'm not even, it's not a competition, but any memorable kind of clients that you've had, even if it's like, I don't yeah, know, yeah, 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 really you know, I, I
2: got the Strange <laughs> Cartel, uh, their whole crew. <laughs> It's, uh, they're, they're professional weightlifters. Mm -hmm. Uh, actually big boy just got sponsored by monster. So shout out to big boy. Uh, uh, and, uh, but yeah, man, they've been on like music videos and look them up, man. They're, they're pretty sweet. It's straight cartel. That's
0: That's really cool. So kind of talking about that, you know, Steven, you mentioned Instagram, I I see you guys have, you know, a page for the shop, a page, you know, for your, your barbering <laughs> careers. Talk to me about the social media kind of marketing growth aspect. Is there any specific strategy on there about, you know, I don't know, tagging or posting yeah, at certain times? Or are you guys just kind of going with the flow, putting your work out there and letting the work speak for itself?
1: So, like, for me, um, I've always been told – like if you want to grow through Instagram or, or through social media, you know, post post daily, sometimes like like more than more than once daily. So I I try to do that. I've been trying to do that a little bit more recently, like like prior to the to the quarantine. I was trying to post every single day and then usually I post between uh, 12 o'clock and five o'clock which is like the times that most people are on lunch or on break you know, looking at their phones, so there's always a, a timeline of when someone's on their phone, when someone's just chilling, looking. So, like, if I post early in the morning, uh, they probably won't see it. If I post really late in the night, they probably won't see it as well. So, between 12 and 5, 12 and 6, you know, lunch and dinner, that's the time that most people are on their phones, awake, you know, alert, on on social media. And just growing it, you know, just... I just use a lot of hashtags, that uh, a lot of popular mm-hmm. hashtags, like haircut or or fades or something like that and then i use a lot of uh, like location hashtags so if i'm in mm-hmm. if i'm in another state or another city i'll use their state or city if i'm in uh more than more than likely in columbus i'll tag like ohio state or uh, ohio barbers or ohio state haircuts or something like that
0: mm-hmm. uh i don't know lex do you have any kind of input for this one
2: Man, that's that's one subject that I really lack, my man. Uh I I need to be I I don't post up as much as I I should. And mm-hmm. uh it's one thing I'm actually working on getting better at, but yeah, I I want to say that's one of my weak points, my man. I have I don't I don't put up as much as I should. Hey, you're good. That's why kind of uh. Steven is the man. That's why he controls the 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 shop one. For real. mm
0: mm-hmm. Mhm. Hey, man, you got to, you know, each person, you know, brings their strengths to the table. Like, you know, you're the one opening up the whole building and all of that. And then Steven's doing kind of the marketing. So yeah, that's, so that's pretty
2: much how, how it goes.
0: It's a good partnership you guys have. That's really interesting. Uh, you know, that's kind of what I'm studying in school. I, as I told you guys before is emerging media, kind of social media and all that stuff. So I had to throw in a question about that. Um, let's see what else. So. Kind of moving on here, you guys are an appointment only shop, and I know just sitting then in the chair, having people walk in asking for walk ins. You know what is your kind of philosophy on doing appointment only? Why is that? And have you considered doing walk ins, or do you think the appointment only model works better for you guys?
1: I'll I'll let Lex take it first, and then then I'll, I'll add on to it.
2: Well, the reason why we started on appointment only. Steven kind of had that, you know, that already going, you know what I'm saying? So at our shop, we kind of tested it out. And when we started, man, we were just getting too many people. And the way our shop, where our, our shop is located, we don't have the parking lot. So we were, we were actually taking the whole lot and it was taken down to the corner. So there was going to be problems down the line so we had to kind of cut that down and make it an appointment only due to the parking lot but mm-hmm. but cuz already Steven had it going it was kind of easy to make that you know it was easy to make that transition
1: yeah for sure like um what is it when we started it was uh i just basically turned my my appointment app into the shops appointment app just adding them in as a uh, as employees which they're not really employees it's more like Adding four other barbers onto the thing, which which is pretty cool. It, it yes. let me, yeah, Sweet. like they they were able to book with me, and if they couldn't book with me, they could book with one of them. So it was like it was like adding uh, adding more um, just spaces to fill. You know what I mean?
0: I got gotcha. you. Yeah, so, and then um, go no, ahead. Now, go ahead. No, go ahead. I was just going to ask, you know, I know you use Booksy and we've talked about this before. Um, If you could talk to a little bit about how you kind of got started with Booksy, you know, why you kind of choose to go with that platform, how it's worked for you. And I'll just talk a little bit about that again, that kind of digital marketing kind of side of the business.
1: So I started Booksy, let's see, when I was um, in barber school and uh, back in barber school, there was a there was a Booksy rep that came in. And uh, he was actually a student there and he um he talked to us about like, you know, starting an appointment only, like using an appointment only app, how just basically the benefits of having appointment only. And I, I was really I was like, wow, I could I could really get into this. So I started it out back in back in barber school, just trying it out. I used it for my at home appointments, like right after school. And uh, it was really easy just like getting all my friends to like use this app instead of them texting me, you know, me right. answering 10 to 15 texts a day, I could have them just, I could just send them a link and then they could just uh, book a time that they would want, which, which I think is pretty sweet. And then I just thought that like, it's moving, it's moving forward into the time and not holding us back. So like, like a lot of old man barbershops, like classic barbershops, like they, um, they do the, the pencil paper, you know, book in, I'll see you on the calendar or whatever. And I just think that's mm-hmm. like, that's really behind the times. Like we, everyone has a phone. Everyone has the Internet like we can all benefit from using an app as opposed to remembering when we need to like physically put in our in a calendar, you know, mm-hmm. we just have a phone for it. It's, it's great. It's honestly great. It's like really, really forward moving
0: yeah absolutely i feel like that's kind of the future with a lot of businesses is being app based i know entire you know little bit, uh, bakeries and all that they run off an ipad it seems like um but yeah no, know that booksy's really nice i know there's you know you can add it to your calendar app just from the push of a button which saves my life because i can barely keep track of anything um but yeah i know it's it's super nice that's really interesting to hear um so, kind of moving on. I have a few more questions and then we'll wrap it up here. We're almost at 30 minutes. Um but I have to talk about this, you know, the the to- unprecedented times we're in with COVID-19. It's affected pretty much every aspect of our lives. Um so I wanted to ask, you know, how is that affecting your business? Um, you know, the whole just the whole process. Thoughts on it? thoughts on how you guys are gonna be when you return how are you gonna handle the influx of people who definitely needed to get their hair cut um just kind of talk about the whole process you know wherever you want to take it
1: so uh, i'll let lex start uh,
2: man uh it to us it's i think it was March 3rd when we that when we got the official day and mm. we joked about it man we were we were in the shop joking about it and everything and it really happened, and it, it did affect us, you know what I'm saying? we. I, I thought it was only going to be about a week or two weeks, and then it went into a month, and we're going into two, you know what I'm saying? And it's, it's rough because the bills keep coming. They don't stop.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: We didn't get a break on the rent. So if there's no income, you know, it's kind of hard to, to come up with that bet as it being our first year me and steven we were prepared for this and mm-hmm. we weren't actually prepared for any covid-19 but we were prepared for <laughs> any you know any problem you know what i'm saying or any situation like this happening so we we were good you know what i'm saying we're taking it but it it did affect us a lot cuz we are not we don't have no income coming in and yeah the bills do keep coming and mm-hmm it really affected us a lot man it's as a shop you know what i'm saying from seeing each other five six days a week you know what I'm saying and going to being at home not making no money and this is crazy you know what I'm saying
0: yeah no absolutely it's you know especially being within you know you know your first year here i think about the last time i was in there we were talking about you know how long it been since you opened the shop and it you know it was coming up on a year and
1: the timing and that's uh, the, the crazy sucks. thing
2: was we are coming up on that year you know saying and
1: it's next month
2: yeah and this is this this is nuts man it's just crazy
1: it's yeah. definitely going to be weird like going back you know into... and then
2: when we do go back i guarantee you, we got to go a hundred percent i'm going to stay there till about 10 11 guys <laughs> <laughs>
1: Dude, That's awesome.
0: Like, I w- or go ahead. Yeah,
1: uh, I was just gonna say that. Like, definitely, it's gonna be weird going back just just because of how like how much more sanitary we have to even like we were already super sanitary. We we're like a hundred percent. I have to be like two hundred percent sanitary, which is <laughs> definitely gonna put like a damper on uh, on timing and everything. No,
0: mm-hmm. oh, absolutely. So you know, have you guys thought about how you're going to kind of schedule out all these people i mean besides working until 10 especially being a appointment only like i don't know is there any i don't even know what i'm trying to ask here but you know what i'm trying to say like that's gonna be well a we were already
2: a, we were already appointment only so it's not gonna be it's not gonna be uh too much of a big of a change for us the only thing is that we are gonna have to add in that you know because i think we're already doing what 45 stephen
1: yeah, 45 minutes. So. Yeah,
2: so 45 minutes, and that gives us, you know, extra time to to do that type stuff, you know what I'm saying? So we already gave ourselves that 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 time, you know what I'm saying? It only mm-hmm. takes about 30, 35 minutes to cut hair, and then we do the extra 10, you know, so we can get cleaned up and get ready for our next cut. So it's not too, It's not really much of a big change for us. We were already appointment only. We did give ourselves that time to clean and get right before we get to our next uh, appointment
0: gotcha gotcha like, if,
1: if anything like we'll just add if if we need, do need to like if we do have too many like like text messages or whatever we could add another day another hour you know so we can mm-hmm. just get more people in seeing as is like all these people are already getting themselves in quarantine for haircuts yeah, we're just going
2: to, I'm. we're just going to extend our, maybe our schedule a little longer, but that's pretty much about it. And then for sanitation, we, I'm telling you, we went to school for this. So, you know, we, we know about the sanitation. We're just got to go the extra step in sanitation, everything before every client comes in and, and just keep what we, what we taught, what we've been taught.
0: Gotcha. No, that's, that's good stuff. Um, Definitely, you know, best of luck as you guys open back up, and I hope to get into you soon because, oh, I need it. (laughs) I got
1: you. I'll make an announcement.
0: (laughs) Sweet. Um, So kind of moving on here, this will be kind of my last wrap-up type question. Don't want to uh, hold you guys for too long. But, you know, Lexi talked a little bit about this, but, you know, what's kind of next for Limitless Barbershop? I know you have four people cutting hair there right now i'm guessing some room for growth you know what you know where you guys see this going do you want to stay in that shop do you want to go to another location i don't know just kind of talk to me about those kind of uh goals and aspirations
2: well man it's 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 me and it's not just me it's me and steven you know what i'm saying so whatever we go through we gotta you know talk about it but uh man what's what we're gonna go through is i'm telling you we're gonna build this brand as a merch brand as a barbershop it's we're not stopping here my man i'm telling you we're gonna go to every competition we're gonna be made sure that we're known you know what i'm saying that columbus knows limitless barbershop not just as a barbershop but as a brand you know what i'm saying and we're going to go hard. Uh, we got room for two more barbers. Uh, I, my bar, my brother is actually coming in. He's going to be the fifth. So mm-hmm. by the end of this year, we should have about six barbers in there. And we're going hard, my man. I'm, every guy in there is special in their own way. And it's, it's, it's crazy. We, are, we got a nice team going. And we're just going to be growing from now on. I'm I'm telling you,
1: you're going to be hearing about us.
0: Fantastic. Steven, anything to say to this?
1: uh same thing as lex man like we're just we have to go hard like it's it's more than just a a brand like it's even more than a brand it's like a family you know it's like you want to see your family grow you want to see your family do great so everybody in there's family you know even clients are family every everybody's family like that's just the one thing that i've always seen it as it's not just a brand that you know you want to sell to someone it's something you want them to be a part of you know like a like you want like a team for everybody you know Mm -hmm. and for shop wise
2: i think we're gonna see another limitless shop uh the shop that we're at i think it's just gonna be the primary one but i I, Mm -hmm. i believe there's gonna be another shop here soon
0: awesome fantastic well thank you guys so much for joining me um it's been a really fantastic conversation um you know great stuff really you know you guys are definitely an inspiration kind of for me as far as building a brand. And that's why I wanted to have you guys on the podcast here. Um, any kind of last thoughts before we wrap up here? Nah, uh, man, just stay safe
2: and we're going to go hard. So if you guys need haircuts, hit up the list Barbershop. <laughs> for
0: sure. <laughs> awesome. For sure. Awesome. Well, I'll, I'll put the uh, bookseed link in the bio of the podcast here. Um, But yeah, everyone, this has been the second episode of the Creative Vision Project. Thank you so much for listening and stay safe and have a great day.